Coming up, how meme stocks perfectly illustrate the difference between trading and investing. From Thrivent Asset Management, welcome to Episode 3 of Advisors Market 360, a podcast for you, the driven financial advisor. Way back in 1976, British evolutionary biologist Richard Dawkins coined the word meme to describe a unit of cultural information spread by imitation. Fast forward to the internet age, where memes are most often social media phenomena featuring funny cats and other mild amusements. Recently, we witnessed a new type of meme, the meme stock. Popular with younger retail traders, these are stocks that often trade more on hype than on underlying fundamentals. Some recent examples of meme stocks include AMC Entertainment, the headphone maker Koss, and the retailer Express. As Mark Simonstead, chief investment strategist at Thrivent, explained to us, the saga of meme stocks is informative in that it reinforces the fundamental differences between trading and long-term investing. But before we go much further, let's take a look at the biggest and most hyped meme stock of them all, GameStop. GameStop is a small, money-losing company. Its business is selling computer and video games in small stores, predominantly in malls. It has struggled in a dynamically changing technology and retail environment, where an increasing number of gamers are now downloading games from the internet rather than buying them at a store. Also, the company is saddled with debt. Due to its very poor operating performance and deteriorating financial performance, the stock has languished for years. Many hedge funds recognized this challenging fundamental situation and collectively decided to short sale the stock. As a quick review, in a short sale, a trader essentially must first borrow a company's stock from existing shareholders before selling it. In doing so, the trader is obligated to abide by margin rules that the brokerage industry has established. These rules require that, if contrary to the trader's bet, the stock starts going up, the trader is required to either buy back and return the borrowed stock or post cash collateral to maintain their short position. Although hedge funds had established what seemed to be a rational short position in GameStop, as well as other companies experiencing challenges, some individual traders found a few kernels of potentially positive news and began buying shares in these deeply distressed stocks. They also noted, through required public disclosure, that there was a growing level of short interest in these stocks. Knowing that the hedge funds, who had sold stocks short, would be required to buy back the stocks if prices started trending sharply higher created even more interest in GameStop. Individual traders then used the exponential communication power of social networks to broadcast their intentions and solicit new followers, thus garnering what was effectively a flash virtual mob. An astounding number of individual traders then began aggressively buying these meme stocks. Although this sounds like it was coordinated, it most likely began as a loose confederation of intentional retail traders attracted to a speculative play. That then led to a multitude of other trend followers, many of whom had little knowledge of the situation except that the stock was vaulting higher. From a fundamental perspective, the buying seemed entirely irrational. However, from a technical perspective, it was rational. It was a classic short squeeze. What's really interesting is that this is the first significant circumstance where the intersection of social media and the securities markets led to such dramatic losses for some institutional traders. It also generated incredible profits for some small individual traders, 
although many individuals probably suffered losses. The press has framed this as a compelling story of David versus Goliath, with small traders slaying the fearsome institutional hedge fund traders. This is actually somewhat accurate. A few notable hedge funds were blindsided by this development and suffered damaging losses. These hedge funds had established rational short positions in the stocks of companies whose prospects looked very dim. They were unprepared for what would be considered the irrational behavior of the flash virtual mob. They did not anticipate individual traders were buying just to play the game or to be part of a movement to inflict financial damage to sophisticated financial insiders, including hedge funds and other institutional traders. What's not new is that financial history is littered with stories of speculation that were fueled by conflicting perspectives of an asset's value, excessive positions, and using debt or derivatives for leverage. But meme stocks are a little different from past short squeezes. Evolutionary developments in the investment industry and capital markets, paired with technological advances, may have foretold the rise of meme stocks. Discount brokerage platforms such as Robinhood provided the tools to easily execute securities transactions with explicit trading commission costs that are effectively free. In previous generations, commissions were a real frictional cost that would inhibit excessive trading activity. In addition, shares of stock can now be purchased in fractional amounts. Information and, sadly, disinformation are now readily available and can be acted upon instantaneously. Index funds have become enormous non-thinking players in the market. Index funds do not sell securities when prices go to what seem to be irrational levels. In fact, they may even be forced to buy at higher and higher levels. Huge holdings by index funds can vastly diminish the actual free float of a stock. This can contribute to more volatile price action in specific smaller stocks. Fortunately, meme stocks do not seem to be a threat to the financial system. The mechanisms of the brokerage and banking systems appear solid. However, this development will probably lead to some changes in the regulatory environment, particularly in some of the arcane plumbing aspects of the capital markets. A good example is the antiquated number of days it takes for a securities trade to settle. This is something that has implications for very active traders, both individual and institutional. It's important to remember this story is about traders, and much less about long-term investors. And although stories like this may be entertaining, disconcerting, or both, it should not have ramifications for clients who are interested in long-term wealth building. As you talk with your clients, remind them that market fluctuations, let alone blips in the news cycle like the GameStop story, probably won't have as much of an impact, as long as they're in diversified, strategic, long-term investments. It's especially important to be looking at the fundamentals of companies, not the tempting meme stocks being hyped online. Thanks for listening to this episode of Advisors Market 360. All episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Learn more about us at thriventfunds.com and find other items of interest to you, the Driven Financial Advisor. Bye for now. The views expressed are as of March 17, 2021, and may change as market or other conditions change, and may differ from views expressed by other Thrivent Asset Management LLC associates. As of the date of this podcast, GameStop is held in certain index portfolios that are managed by Thrivent. GameStop stock is included in the indexes on which these portfolios are based. Actual investment decisions made by Thrivent Asset Management LLC will not necessarily reflect the views expressed. 
This information should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation of any particular security, strategy, or product. Investment decisions should always be made based on an investor's specific financial needs, objectives, goals, time horizon, and risk tolerance. Thrivent Asset Management, a division of Thrivent, offers financial professionals a variety of investment products to help meet their clients' needs. Thrivent Distributors LLC is a member of FINRA and SIPC and is a subsidiary of Thrivent, the marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans.